message is from Family Worship Center. This message will not only build your life, but will make you experience the transforming love of God. Open up your heart and be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, have you come to church with your Bibles? Please open them to Luke 17. Luke 17 and Psalm 92. Luke 17, Psalm 92. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for the blessing of being here. Lord, I pray that your word will speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. I pray that the word will come by your spirit to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 17 from verse 11. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said, to them. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down at his, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? And where, there, and where are the nine? Were there not only one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Psalm 92, verse 1. I want us to read this together. Psalm 92 from verse 1. If you are there, let us read. One, two, read. And your faithfulness every night. Incredible. In the morning, loving kindness. In the night, faithfulness. Morning, loving kindness. Night, faithfulness. Morning, loving kindness. Night, faithfulness. Day after day, after day, after day. You wake up to loving kindness. You sleep to faithfulness. You wake up to loving kindness. You sleep to faithfulness. Day after day, after day. Every day of 2023. That has been your story. That has been your story. And as if that was not enough, he said that the one of yesterday will not be good enough. I will give you new mercy every day. Every day. I titled this message with a question, have you seen what the Lord has done for you? Say to your neighbor, neighbor, have you seen what the Lord has done for you? You know, in family worship center, Thanksgiving is a big deal. It's a big, big deal. Big deal. And if you join family worship center this year, and especially in our new churches, I want you to know that for us, Thanksgiving is a big deal. Big deal. Big deal. 
Thanksgiving is a big deal to God. God instituted Thanksgiving. In case you are here and you are thinking it's a family worship center thing, or churches just come up with it to get money or to be excited, God instituted Thanksgiving. Israel were there minding themselves. God came to them and said, I have decided to create a period that is called Thanksgiving that you give me thanks. And so we are observing this Thanksgiving because God instituted it, God commanded it, God started it. It is a God thing, amen? In fact, in the Bible, he calls it my feast. My feast. To show you how serious it was, it was for seven days. I want you to just imagine that after Sunday, <laughs> we have seven more days to be repeating the same thing. To be repeating the same thing. And in Israel, during that time, for one week, everything stops. Government offices are shut down. Farmers don't go to the farm. Market people close down the market. Banks will close down. Everything, schools will close down. Hospitals, skeletal services. Everything stops for not one day, not two days, not three days, for a whole week. In fact, there are two days within that week that you cannot even cook. That cooking will be a distraction from this God. That your whole focus is on God and thanking him. For a whole week. Everything stops. These days you ask people, Thanksgiving is one day, somebody is traveling. That is disrespect. That is disregard for God. When it's Thanksgiving, if you travel, come back home. If you have a foreign trip, postpone it. If you have a job interview, tell them, I have Thanksgiving. I am serious. If you place your wedding on the third and find out that it's Thanksgiving, you cancel it and move it to another day. It is a day for God. You focus on him. He deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. If your wife is in labor, tell her to hold on. If they say, ah, see the head of the baby, see the head of the baby, it's coming out, tell her, hold it in that position. That is how serious this matter is. Hallelujah. Everything stops. Full focus on God. And we may not have the, the time to do one week every day and we are thanking God. Can we use the whole of this week and just focus on thanking him? And just thank him. Every day you wake up, you are thanking God. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I remember at this time, your devotion, every morning you are writing down the things God has done for you this year. Some of you may be on 10, some on 100, some 200. You are listing down. Making the list, writing down the things that the Lord has done for you. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. Wherever you are, you come back home. 
for thanksgiving and give God thanks. If God had asked them to do it for one week, all he's asking for you is one day. And we can't do it? No. No, it's, good enough. it's not good enough. It's not. So I look at the scripture we read this morning and I ask myself, what made one person to come back and the nine did not? Because in this Thanksgiving, some will come back, some will not. Some will may even come back physically, but in the real sense of it, they will not come back to thank God. What made one to come back and the nine did not? The Bible says in verse 14, when Jesus told them, go to the priest and show yourself, the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. One of the reasons why they didn't come back is because it happened as they went. It happened as they went. Jesus made it so simple, so easy. As they were going, it just happened. Imagine if there was a drama around that healing. As they were going, the heavens just opened. And everywhere went black. And a voice came back from heaven. Le pas, le pas. Today the Lord has chosen to magnify thee and to rattle thee and to touch thee and to cook in thy flesh. And then two angels came down with their wings holding a candle and coming towards them. Today is the day. Lepers. And Angel Gabriel said to Angel Michael, hold, this, hold the flesh and scrape. And they scrape. And they scrape the leprosy. And they scrape the leprosy. And they say, ah, there is one leprous place here. It's difficult to heal it all. And they say, hey, Father, help us all. And God pointed his finger and touched the place. And the place became healed. And the ground opened. And there was earthquake. And there was lightning. And poor, one leper was healed. As the leper was healed, they were, and Michael and Gabriel were like, ah, one leper down. Next. If they had finished all that and then they were healed, you know what they will say? You know what we say? Kai, this Jesus is powerful. A powerful man of God. See the movement. See the power. When they see all that, they will say, no, 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 no. We have to go back. No, we can't just go. We have to go back and thank this. See how he used his power to heal us. But because he made it easy. As they went... As they went. You know why you don't remember that headache that he healed you of five years ago? Because as you were making your bed in the morning, you felt the headache. But as you went in the course of the day, he healed the headache. As far as you are concerned, it is nothing. In fact, you are trying to remember the reason to thank God. You have forgotten that last month, when you bent down, you felt one pain here on your knee. By now, you didn't even know what happened. You just wish that God will heal you of that pain on your leg. But as he went, as he went, he removed it. You don't even remember at what point the thing left. But you don't think that you, you are looking for reasons to thank God. Because he healed you as he went. As he went. You see, your children just go to school and come back home safely. Every day they go to school and come back home safely. That journey message has become as they went. As you went, they go and come back. They go and come back. It is so simple. There is no drama around it. And so you have decided that there is nothing about it. There is nothing about it. Ah. You see, 
when you finish secondary school, you just wrote GCE, you pass and you enter the university. <laughs> if you are like some of us, we wrote GCE five times. And so that bridge, that bridge to cross from secondary school to university, if you know the pain, if you know the crisis, but you, you finish, wrote your exam, you enter the university. You have not paused to thank God for how quickly you crossed that phase of your life. Because as you went, you just, they go. Primary one, primary two, just they go. Secondary school, enter university, you pass. NYSE, so there you apply. Now you have work as you went. As you went. Mm. You enter the labor room and you come out. As you went. Yeah, you enter and you come out. Just like that. And so because Jesus did it for them as they went. They didn't think that I was uh, anything serious about this matter. He didn't think there was any serious. You're minding your business, the guy come, come and say, I want to marry you. As you went. As you went. As you went. If Jesus had broken it down into categories, into levels of healing, if it had take, taken a long time for the healing to happen, if you are saying, first of all, change the color of the skin. Let them go home and come back tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's remove the pulse. Let them go and come back tomorrow. Uh, the next day, uh, heal the hand and the leg. Let them go and come back tomorrow. Uh, but because as they went, in fact, the Living Bible version says something. He said, as they went, the leprosy disappeared. As they went, it disappeared. <laughs> It was too short. To re- it didn't stay in their minds because it was too quick. It was too short. It was too easy. It was too easy. As they went, it just disappeared. We don't know. It's, it's not even a serious thing. We thought, like Naaman said, he was going to come out and touch us and turn us around and shake the heavens. As they went. As they went. They were here. they went they lifted up their voices and said master Jesus have mercy on us this one realized and remembered what he prayed for the mercy of God and he knew that this healing is not my right I do not deserve it I do not qualify for it but the nine perhaps being Jews thought that this is our own. We have right to it. But he said the reason why a lot of us are here is because of mercy. Kai, if this stands given, eh, you will just take a paper and a pen and say, what are the things that have happened to me? What are the things that God has given to me based on mercy? List them. You won't finish. You won't finish. You will not finish. Mercy is that thing that showed up when Zacchaeus was on the tree. And Jesus lifted his eyes and saw Zacchaeus. And the people were like, good. He don't catch him. He don't catch him. This one that has been cheating us, taking our money, you know, uh, overtaxing us. Today, now today, Jesus could finish him. Jesus looked at him <laughs> and said, today, I will be in your house. Ah, Jesus, I thought you were going to court the law and condemn him and show him. He said, no, Mercy. I will be in your house. Mercy is that thing that showed up when they took the stones and said, we are going to stone you because we caught you in the very act. In the very act. As they took those stones, 
were about to hit the woman. Between the stones and the woman, mercy stood. I know what she has done. I know she doesn't qualify for it. I know she deserves to be condemned. But mercy says no. Mercy says no. Mercy is that thing that showed up in Rahab's house. Though a harlot with a track record of harlotry, has never done anything right, doesn't even know the road to church, showed up and said, this one has a place in the Lord's lineage. Didn't do anything. Didn't qualify for it. You see, one of the things that makes you think that you don't have a reason to thank God this year is because you have lost sight of mercy. No, you have lost. You believe that everything about you, you deserve it and you earn it. So that is why. But the one remembered that it was the mercy of God. The Bible says in chapter 17 of Luke chapter 17, Jesus answered and said. So Jesus answered and said, look at verse 16. Let's go back to verse 16. He fell down on his face and his feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. Full stop. Verse 17. Jesus answered and said, who asked him a question? Did anybody ask Jesus a question? What was he answering? Look at, remember the fig tree? When Jesus went to the fig tree, thinking he was fine seed, he found nothing. He found nothing. The Bible says, he answered and said to it. He answered and said, the tree did not talk to him. The Bible says, he answered and said to it. No man eat fruit of thee, therefore, forever. And his disciples had it. Give me the other version. And he said, in reply. In reply. Now, if you read this, you would think he was replying or talking to either the people hearing or the one. No, he was talking to the nine. He was answering the nine. Just like the three. The three said, I will not yield anything to you. I will not give anything to you. Even though I was created to fruit, so you eat from me, I deny you that right. In its quietness, it was talking to Jesus. The nine, even though they did not utter a word, even though they did not say anything, in their quietness, they were talking to him. They were saying, nothing will come from us to you. Nothing will come from us to you, just like the three. I was created for praise to worship you, to serve you, but we are not going to give you that. So he answered and said, where there are not ten who are cleansed. Sometimes you think you are just not thanking God, but you are talking. With your attitude, you are talking. With your mindset, you are talking. With the state of your heart, you are talking. When you remember Thanksgiving and you say, Kai, oh, this Thanksgiving self, in your heart, oh, you are talking to him. You are talking to him. And guess what? He's hearing. He's hearing. In fact, if you read down, you will see the Bible said that he, in, the Bible said that he said to the one, to the one he said, to the nine, he replied. And when I checked the Bible, I found out that it's the same word that was used when the Bible says that when Jacob, when the angel saw that he could not overcome Jacob, he touched the hip, 
socket of his hip. When he saw, was it the seeing of the eye? When the Bible said, when he saw that he could not overcome him, he touched. Was it the seeing of the eye? What does it mean? When he perceived, when he pondered upon and realized that he could not overcome him, he touched. You know what the Bible is saying here? That for the one to see, what does it mean that he saw? What does it mean that he saw? The Bible says that now when, no, let's go back. Go back to, 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 Matthew, to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. Look at verse 14. Verse 14. So he said to them, go show yourself to the priest. And it was as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15. And one of them, when he, when he, when he, ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons why this one returned was because he was the only one that saw. He was the only one that saw. The nine didn't see. It wasn't the seeing of the eye. What did he see? What did he see? When I check the meaning of this word, see, what I see is to take heed, to consider, to discern, to perceive, to recognize, to realize, to acknowledge, to weigh, to ponder upon, to ruminate. When he saw that he was healed, the other ones looked and, uh, the other one looked, the nine looked, the one looked and saw. When he saw that he was healed, let me explain it this way. So you understand what it means to see what the Lord has done for you. This week, one of the things I do in Thanksgiving season is to just go over the things I'm grateful to God with, uh, for, you know, in my life. So I decided to thank God for my wife this week. So I, so I was thanking God for my wife, and God said to me, ask me a question, do you know what it means for a woman to marry a man? I have never seen it. I have never seen it. And I said, no. And he asked me a question. He said, do you have daughters? When God reached that area, <laughs> I knew that it's a serious matter. Do you have daughters? I said, yes. He said, one day. This is your daughter that you are leaving all for, her, for them. One day, one boy <laughs> will come to your house and say, I want to take this girl from you. And she's going to take that your name and throw it away. And take another name and put behind her name. And you will hand her over to him in trust. You will hand her over to him with your heart shaking. God said to me, do you know what it means for an Igbo chief to sit in his house? And for his first daughter to come and tell him, one house man from Gombe. <laughs> do you know what it meant for your father-in-law to release that girl to you? Do you know what it meant? And suddenly I realized that women take their entire life and hand over to you. 
they take and hand over to you. They yield themselves. They cut off. It. When he said about my daughter, I began to understand what it meant for me to be entrusted with this woman. I used to look at it that hey, she married me, I married her, so we are all blessed. Guess what? But now I see. Now I see. The Bible says, when he saw that he was healed, the one man that returned said, how is the life of a leper versus the life of a non-leper? The man looked at it and said, a leper is an outcast. A leper cannot mix with people. A leper is abandoned by, is abandoned by his family. A leper is not recognized anywhere. A leper, when he's coming, he'll be announcing, I am unclean, I'm unclean. Give me away, give me away. A leper, a leper is never employed. A leper lived probably all his life begging. How is the life of the person that is not a leper? Number one, he is returned to his family. He saw that. Number two, he is employed. He saw that. Number three, he can get a job. He saw that. Number four, he is respected. He saw that. Number five, he probably has never been hugged in his life. Now I can be hugged, I can be loved. He saw that. He saw that. Number four, when I'm coming, I, can be, I will be respected, not, 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 uh, not disregarded. He saw that. When he laid side by side, a leper and a non-leper, he saw the difference. He saw what it meant. He saw the gravity. You know why you don't even remember when you get back to your first child? Because you have been unable to see what your life would be like if you had no child. No, because you have not seen that. You know why you don't value your education? Because you don't see how your life will be without education. You, have not, you can't see that. See, if you remember Angalurgo in the village, who did not go to school? Who didn't pass class five? And where, the way your, his life is, and the way your life is, and you are able to compare the two, you will see what the Lord has done for you. You will see what the Lord has done for you. If you see yourself, the way you be, before you became born again, when you used to get drunk and fall in the gutter, and you keep that one here, and you bring who you are now, and you keep that one here, and you are able to see the difference. See the difference. You have seen what the Lord has done for you. Have you seen what the Lord has done for you? One of the assignments that I want to encourage you to do this season, ask yourself, make a list. What will it mean not to have? <laughs> What will it mean not to have one leg? What will it mean not to have eyes? What would it mean not to have education? What would it mean not to have salvation? What would it mean to me not to be in family worship center? How would my life be to not to be married, not to have a job, not to have children? You know what? Compare one by one, one by one. One by one. As you are doing that, you will be seeing. You will be seeing what the Lord has done 
Inside it, you'll be seeing what the Lord has done. Inside it, you'll be seeing what the Lord has done as you are comparing. Let me tell you, if you don't see your life without, you will never appraise your life with. Why do we go out to see the eclipse? Why do we go out to see the eclipse? Because it's a real occurrence. That's why. If the eclipse happens every day, you are born with it, and every day you see it, nobody will go out to see it. Because it has become... So somehow in our lives, we commonize things that happen all the time. And we think that an eclipse is actually a bigger miracle than having a child, for example. Hmm? Because you just, the man will meet the woman, they become pregnant, they have the child. Ha, do, do, I mean, does the whole city go and say, hey, miracle happened in Dikinemeka's life. His wife put to bed. Let's go and see that miracle. How many people do that? But people travel. They fly to some locations to catch the eclipse. As far as they are concerned, it's a bigger miracle. Nobody goes to say, ah, let's see that miracle of having a child. Oh, it's a big miracle. Let's go and see which kind of thing is God doing. But having a child is a bigger miracle than an eclipse. Let me explain that to you. When you gave birth to your child, the child had 300 bones at birth. 300. One bone eh? is more than, it takes more than an eclipse to have one bone to form it. The child comes with 300 bones. Every single one in place. Every single one in place. 629 muscles. <laughs> Not 628 or 627. Everyone in place. 10 billion neurons. And with that, 100 billion neurons, with that, the brain grows at 250,000 nerves per minute. Every minute, oh, till you are able to hit 7 trillion nerves in your body. Imagine it is the body's electrical wiring. So imagine 7 trillion Wearings. Hmm? <laughs> Seven trillion wearings. If one miss road and one attached with one and one hit one and one, one is cut off from one, eh? your face can just. Mm. When you laugh, people will think you are crying. You may just be walking and then suddenly. Seven trillion. Trillion, seven trillion. Why don't we regard that a miracle, but we go out to look at the eclipse? Because it just happens. <laughs> it just happens. The child just comes out with it complete. You know what we are doing now? We are seeing. When she saw that she had a child, do you see this when you have a child before? But now you see what it means to have a child is to have this. The skin has close to 19 billion pores. This is the one that beats me. 200 muscles to take a single step forward. 
200 muscles at work. 200 muscles. 200 muscles. 200 muscles. 200 muscles. So if you take one, two, three, four, five, even if they are repeating themselves, 1,000 muscles just worked. 1,000. If one hook, <laughs> your leg hooks, 1,000. And you tell me that this creation is not a miracle. You are still looking. No? You have not seen this one. You are looking for a reason. To thank God. You are still looking. In fact, you have stock on your list. Of one to thank God for. When that baby comes out, this is what comes out. As you are sitting there, this is what is sitting. Seven trillion neurons are sitting on your seat. Let's say you give one day to thank God for one neuron. How long will it take you? Seven trillion days. Seven trillion days. So you are going to ask yourself again another assignment. What are the things that God has given me or has done in my life simply? Write them down. Catalog them. You see in this Thanksgiving, if you see what the Lord has done for you, you will return. If you don't see, you won't return. If you don't see, you won't return. But you'll be able to see what it means to sit down. Just ask yourself. What does it mean to sit down? And what does it mean not to be able to sit down? Write it down and it will shock you. What does it mean to be able to eat and not to eat? And it will shock you. Jesus said of Mary. Remember Mary that broke the oil. Jesus said of Mary, he asked Simon, if God forgave two creditors, my man forgives two creditors, one that has plenty debt, one has little debt, which one of them will love him more? And Simon said, I guess the one he forgave much. You know, what you bring to God this Thanksgiving is based on your own assessment of what he has done for you. If you regard it as big, Jesus said that because she believes that she was forgiven much, her offering was much. Because he believes that he was not forgiven much, his offering is not much. It will be determined by what value you place on what God has done for you. You see, that is why it's good to evaluate it. Evaluate. What has God done for me? I have a hair. What does it mean? I have nose. What does it mean? I can see it. What does it mean? I can eat. What does it mean? I can go and come. What does it mean? In fact, I have forgotten some of the things the Lord has done for me. What does it mean? If you are able to really, really see, you will appreciate him with much. The reason why people dance more than they give is because they can't see. And I tell people, I don't see why you will wear a 500,000 era dress and bring 50,000 era offering. It doesn't make sense to me. You will sweat all from that door to that door. Then when it's time for offering, back on. The difference between your dance and your offering is too wide. The difference between your dress and your offering is too wide. 
The difference between what God has done for you and your offering is too wide. It's too wide. It's too wide. So what you carry as you are coming is what in your mind is worth what God has done for you. So you define it. You define it. You say, ah, of all the Lord has done for me is worth 100,000. Bring it. That is your own estimation. It lies with you. It depends on you. We may go to work. We may go for meetings. We may do other things. But this week, we are shutting down for God mentally. We are shutting down for God mentally. Full focus on him. Glorifying and thanking him. I'm preparing an offering for him. Glorifying and thanking him. Preparing an offering for him. Glorifying and thanking him. Preparing an offering for him. Tell yourself, I must see for everything the Lord has done for me. I'm going to ponder and investigate and see properly what it means that God has done this thing for me. That God has done this thing for me. And when you come to this place, God will be saying to you like the one leper, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Stand on your feet, please. You know, anytime we pray, Lord, open my eyes that I may see, it's not physical sin. We're talking about understanding. We're talking about revelation. We're talking about insight. You don't know what God has done for you. You don't know the extent. What God has done for you until you meditate on it. Until you ask God to open your eyes. Just ask God this week, what does it mean to have a skin? Open my eyes that I may see, so I will thank you well. I will thank you well. What does it mean not to even think about it, that I can go to the toilet and come back? Open my eyes that I may see. What does it mean? I want you to pray that prayer quickly. Father, open my eyes. This week, I cannot afford to be blind. 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 You must see what it means. You must see what it means. Open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes that I may see. That you'll be able to appreciate anything, everything the Lord has done for you. That you will appreciate it. When he saw that he was healed. When he saw that he was healed. When he saw that he was saved. When he saw that he has the Holy Spirit. When he saw that he has been delivered. When he saw that he has escaped. When he saw that the accident came, but he came out of it. When he saw that he was sick at one time, but now he is well. When he saw that without any much effort, he now has children. When he saw that he can eat. When he saw that he can drink water. When he saw that he has hair on his body. When he saw that his digestive system is working well. When he saw that his, that his, that his uh, skeletal system is working well. When he saw that he can stand and sit down without any struggle. When he saw that he can go and come out without any struggle. When he saw that he can drive. When he saw that he can earn an income. When he saw that he was forgiven, he was able to see the difference between an unforgiving person and a forgiving person. When he saw that he was delivered, delivered. When he saw, when he saw. 
Thank you for listening to this message. You will be blessed when you do the things that you have heard. You can make a brand new start in life by becoming a child of God. It's as easy as believing in your heart as you say the following prayer. Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Jesus, come into my heart today and be my Lord and Savior. I declare right now that I am born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you just said that prayer. It is important that you join a Bible-believing church immediately so that you grow in knowing Christ. We would love to have you visit our church in Abuja, Nigeria. For more information about this ministry, you can visit our website at www.fwcabuja.org. God bless you. Family Worship Center. We care.